Okay, I'm going to try and keep this as raw as possible um, without doing much editing. I want this to be a very open area where I can just talk and, I guess, create some content. Uh, I'm very new to this. I'm very new. I literally just got the microphone. I just got the microphone. I plugged it in. I played around a little bit with the um, with the recording software and where I can hear myself. And I think I kind of figured it out in a way that actually works. So let's hope this goes just as planned and I don't have to do too much editing and too much, um, I don't know. I don't even know where to start this to be honest with you, but we'll see how it goes. I just want to talk a little bit about you know, this is going to be something I'm going to very be open about. I want to, I've wanted to do this for a while. I've wanted to create a podcast where it's very open and where anyone can ask any questions and we can just talk. At some point, I do want to bring in a second person and kind of attack their brain a little bit, if that makes sense. And... I don't know, just see where it goes. But for now, I think it's safe to say that I want to just be just be me and see where it goes. I want to talk about a very I want to talk about different things, whether it be good things or bad things, but I just want to talk. I feel like I can talk pretty well without saying um, well, no, let's be honest. I say um a lot. But I kind of like this. I think I figured it out. The only thing that's kind of weird about this is that I have headphones in and I can hear myself kind of in an echo, but it helps me to know if I'm talking too loud or I need to talk quieter or if I need to talk louder. But like I said, podcasting is, I think it'll be fun and it really doesn't have much to invest in. Meaning, like, you don't have to buy too much stuff to create a voiceover, if, if that makes sense. Um, I literally just researched microphones. I bought a microphone, and I bought one of those little pop filter things. Those things that you put in front of the microphones. And yes, they I think they actually do something besides looking cool. But, you know, they look cool too. So, I got one of those too. But, I already had a laptop, and... All I had to do was just record on GarageBand and I think just save this and upload this. I guess if no one ever hears this, then I guess it didn't work. But I figured that this would just be a fun thing to do. So let me just put you in a setting. I just got home from work. It's currently 1230. I get off work at 11 p.m. and... I guess this is what I do now. Usually, I come home and eat food, and then relax, and then go to sleep and have my day start over again. But I really don't like routines, and I'm hoping that this changes up my routine a little bit. So hopefully, I can continue on with this. And honestly, like, if I don't get if I don't get viewers, which I really I don't know how I feel about it. This is a little bit harder to market, I think. 
because there's not a video aspect to it. But I don't know. I think if I can just listen back to what I sounded like and what I was thinking at the time, 10 years from now, this would be a success. That's all I'm list. That's all I want to know. I wish 10 years ago that I had taken more pictures or talked more or created videos. I did create some sort of videos, but nothing that I can look back on and know what my personality was like. So that's where kind of this space is. If it grows into something great, then that's awesome. Um, I'd love to have people listen and as well as myself in the future and I guess attack my brain a little bit, just like I would if I had a second person on this thing. But for now, it's just me. And I'm not, I'm not complaining about that. So anyway, let me just talk about something. Let me talk about a topic that I think is, I don't want to say important right now, but I think it's important all the time. So what is, what do you guys think of I say you guys when actually there's people listening, like hilarious, Um, because I'm just sitting here at a desk talking into a microphone, but what do you guys think being a friend means? That's something that's kind of circled my brain for a long time, because I don't, I don't want to say I struggle to make friends, because I don't, but I feel like I don't have, you know... 30 friends and you know hang out with all 30 and like like, I I pick and choose people I want to say that I have a very close group of friends and we all hang out as we please and we have a great time that's kind of how I think of friendships I like to think that we can just create small groups of each other and just have fun together instead of having people feeling left out and um, you know, if, if you, if you want a big group of friends, you go out and meet a ton more people, but some people just kind of fall, you know, in front of you. A lot of my friends have came from work, um, where I don't work anymore or, or I still do work with them or, you know, um, or school, school, school is a big one. That's what I think a lot of people need to realize. Once you leave, once you leave high school, which obviously everyone does at some point, you you kind of lose that sense of being around the same people for eight hours of the day or seven hours of the day, whatever it was. You lose that. So you kind of start to lose, like you lose contact with most of those people, first of all. That's another big thing. But you lose the ability to see the same people and just interact with, like, if you interact with that one person for two weeks because you're in the same class, I guarantee most likely you'll become at least acquaintances. Maybe not best friends, but you'll become friends. Once you're in college, you have to, you definitely have to put yourself out there. You can't expect to sit back and have friends come to you because you're not all in the same classes. So you need to, I don't want to say attack, attack's not the right word, but just put yourself out there to create friends. And like I said, a lot of friends kind of just come to you in a way that like, 
maybe you have two classes together or you have the same major or you're roommating with somebody or something along those lines. It kind of, those are kind of ones that I think that just kind of are at your feet and you can kind of pick up as you please. But for me, I was a commuter. I, I commuted from home to school and back and I worked part time. So naturally, a lot of my friends came from work because that's, you know, where I was spending a lot of my time. I think wherever you spend a lot of your time, that's where your friends are going to start up popping up. But back to what I was saying before, what does it mean to be a friend? Once you have your friends, if you're not, if you're not, how do I say that? If you don't back up your friends... Or if you don't have their backs, that doesn't make you a friend. So, you know, if your friends are going through a hard time, you have to be there. Whether you like it or not, you have to be there if you want to be that person's friend. Now, how you attack the problem that they're facing might, you know, be from challenge to challenge. Just, um, but I don't know. So basically, I have a friend who has really had a tough year. He's gone through a lot of personal issues as far as losing people in his life, important people. Um, And it's really put a toll on his life because now he doesn't have those people. And, you know, some people, the people I'm referring to are like, you know, would be considered his best friends. Um, and, you know, it, it's a family toll. But the way I see death and the way I see hard times like that is when you're doubting yourself and when you think it's your fault and when you're grieving, and I understand grief. I'm not saying he's doing the wrong thing because he's definitely not doing the wrong thing. He's going through a natural roller coaster, basically. But... Whenever I see a hard time, I know that there's a brighter time, a higher time on that roller coaster. Maybe just a few weeks away, maybe a few months away, maybe a few days away. You don't know. But I think if you think positive, then your reality will kind of just start to change the more positive you think. And that positivity can come from anywhere. Uh, like, let me give you an example, I guess, about my life. So, I started college in the fall of 20, trying to think what year, the fall of 2015. So, you know, like every college student, you think, oh, I'm going to graduate in four years, and I'm going to start my job, and I'm going to go from there. What they don't tell you is that you might change majors, you might change your career path, you might change a lot of things, and that maybe sets you back a little bit. So in my case, I changed majors after my first year from marketing to criminal justice, and that set me back, honestly, like a semester and a half, which obviously, you know, there are times also where you're going to not do well in classes, which, trust me, I've done my fair share, and you're going to drop classes, and again, I've done my fair share. So it puts you back more and more. So here I am looking at 2020 and looking to graduate, hopefully, this year. 
that's the plan. But yeah, so I mean, life throws you some curveballs, I think. And it depends on how you hit the curveball because you might swing and miss, you might foul tip it, or you might hit it out of the park. But unless you swing, I don't know where I was going with that analogy. But if if you can turn a negative moment into a positive one, then I think you're on the right path. Or if you can't turn a negative one, like a death in the family kind of thing, then at least change your mindset to look at everything else positive and then have maybe that one negative behind you. But things happen and we have to all hold that close to us and expect that to happen because regardless if it's a death in the family or just a personal hard time we're all gonna have some times where we're gonna suffer and you know everyone goes through it and when you're young you think that the littlest thing is the end of the world but in reality it's not not at all you're just going through a hard time and give it another month and you probably won't be going through the same hard time again So as you get older, it gets a little more difficult, but you kind of hope that your maturity level comes up with it and you can balance everything, which some people do a great job in and some people don't. But I think if you can stay at least in the middle or above, you're good to go. You're golden. But how how I stay positive, because trust me, I have very negative moments. Um... Look at me. I'm on the five-year plan for college, and now I'm working full-time and going to full-time school. I don't want to say just to stay afloat, because I don't need the full-time work, but I want the full-time work so that I can stay busy, and I'm just very busy. But I like to keep things going up. So here I am making a podcast while I go to full-time school and full-time work and have a full-time girlfriend. I say full-time girlfriend, but it's always kind of funny to say, I think. But but yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Um, anyway, so we're going to take a little quick intermission here, and I'm going to listen back to some of this and make sure that we're all good. And, and then I, I guess we'll go from there and see what else we can talk about. We're going to come back to some positive... I don't say vibes, but positive influences and seeing um, how I personally find influence or how I personally find positivity or how I, what I do to stay positive and get my mind off things. So let's take a quick little intermission and we will be back in a quick minute. Okay, and we're back. So, to you guys, it might have been just a quick little cut, but in reality, I went back and listened to some of that, what I just said, and just wanted to make sure that the audio sounded okay, and everything was going well. So, like I said, I can sound, I can hear myself talking, kind of like an echo, so it makes me sound like I, I'm not sounding good, if that makes sense, but in reality, it actually sounds really smooth. I'm actually kind of surprised how smooth it does sound. So I think I bought a good microphone and a good pop filter. So hopefully 
we can hear the difference, I guess, if I didn't have one. So anyway, um, so where was I? So I wanted to talk a little bit about positivity and how you can create your own positivity by, I don't know, it, it varies person to person, I think. I think some people create positive moments by just doing what they love and that's I think really important to a lot of people including myself Uh, if you don't know what you love to do then I think you have to figure it out for yourself by just trial and error honestly just trial and error Um, so I'll tell you something that I did back in 20 I think it was 20 Ooh, I don't know I think it was 2017 2017, I believe this. So, what I told myself after I graduated high school was I was going to travel. Originally, it was I was going to travel out of the country, out of the United States, um, every summer. So I would take some time off work, some time off school, whatever I was doing, and I would travel to somewhere out of the country. So, that started with going to. I went to Brazil with my girlfriend and her mom. Uh, that was the year after high school. Or sorry, no. That was just after we graduated high school. It was that summer. And then the following year, we went to Peru. We went to Lima, which is the capital city. And then we took another plane and went to Machu Picchu, which was an amazing experience. Uh, I, I can't even explain that experience. The only thing I didn't like about that trip was the altitude in Cusco. It did get to me. Uh, Altitude sickness is a thing. So that was the only thing I did not like about that trip. But for the most part, that was fantastic. Um, And I got sick also in Peru, which was, I don't know what that was caused by, but I got sick. So then the following year, my girlfriend was going to Europe. That was the first year she was going to Europe. And it's not that I couldn't go to Europe. It was just that I know Europe was really expensive. And it still is really expensive. Uh, I guess maybe a little bit different in 10 years. But from now, it's uh, it's pretty expensive. Coming from the United States at least. Or it's at least equal value to the United States. Compared to coming from Brazil and Peru where the US dollar was so much stronger. You could, you know, stay in a decently nice hotel uh, in Cusco for like, I don't know, 30 bucks, which was crazy to me at the time. But yeah, so, so they were going to Europe and I opted not to go with them. So, but I still wanted to travel. So I convinced, I don't want to say convinced, but I got a friend of mine who I knew through school that we could go to um, Toronto, Canada. and But he didn't seem really on board with it. He, he was interested in the beginning, but then it kind of faded towards the end. Um, he, I don't know, he kind of just lost interest. And, you know, he had personal things going on too, so obviously that did not help. In the end, the personal issues took over, and he decided not to go into the trip. After he already bought the plane tickets, and we had everything already like covered. The only thing I didn't have figured out was uh, was hotel, 
where I was staying. Um, but I had plane tickets. And to me, that was a lot of money at the time. And I saved up for a long time to be able to go on that trip. And so I, you know, I wasn't not going to go, if it makes sense. So I made the decision, and this was a hard decision. I made the decision to go alone. And I'm not going to lie, I was shitting my pants. But I had to, you know, I had to kind of be a big boy at this one. And um, it was my first time ever, first of all, traveling alone. Um, Like even like on a plane alone, which was freaky. Um, And then I'll explain that whole story, which it, it gets worse, honestly. But, but yeah, so I decided to go alone. And I hid it from my parents for quite a few weeks until about, I think, like a week or two before I was the tra- I was going to travel because I didn't know how they were going to react. So, um, so yeah, so I planned the trip as if I was going with someone else, but I was in reality going alone and that was, it was okay. I mean, so what I did was I... Instead of staying in a hotel where I wasn't going to meet anybody, I stayed in a hostel. And I think hostels get, I think they've gotten better, I think. But there are some horror stories with hostels. I don't want to scare anybody. I don't want to scare myself. But there are some horror stories with hostels, I know. Um, I've only stayed in one, thank, I mean, I want to say thank God. But um, I'm happy I didn't. I did not have a horror story. But... So I found a really good hostel that was pretty close to the center of the city. And I was going to have five roommates, all males, and sharing one bathroom. Which, at first, if you've never heard of that before, it just sounds odd. It sounds like something like that's something out of a movie, and it does not sound fun. But when I got there, and I met my roommates, and... We, uh, you know, we started talking. It turned out pretty good. Um, the entire hostel was really nice. Uh, I don't talk to some of the people. I don't talk to, I haven't talked to some of the, I haven't talked to any of these people for a while now, but I did, you know, I do have some of them on social media and, uh, I keep, you know, up to date with them. But, but back to the story was that, you know, you don't, you don't know until you try. And I gave that a go. And I want to say that that trip was the turning point to what made me happy. And and I'll elaborate a little bit on that in a second. But I met those roommates. And then I was 19 at the time. And hearing their stories were amazing. It gave me even a bigger travel bug to want to just get out and go. Some of the people were traveling from Europe, um, and they took like uh, like a semester off school, and then they just traveled the world, and they would jump from country to country, and that amazed me. And some and some of them were alone. I think most of them were alone, which kind of is. I didn't realize the market for solo traveling was so big, but it turns out it is. So, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, so, I 
I'm trying to think, where did I leave off? So yeah, so I was 19 years old, and I was going to stay in a hostel with five roommates, and I met my roommates, and being 19 in Toronto, you're, you're legally allowed to drink, which obviously in the United States, it's 21, so, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to like, you know, make it sound good or bad, I guess, but needless to say, we're all, I think for the most part, we're all around the same age, which I think it was a kind of a luck thing, but we met a ton of people from the hostel. I met probably about 15 people and we all went out to the clubs and the bars and we went drinking and, uh, it was just really a memorable night. Uh, it was the first time I had actually like gone out and been, I guess, on my own officially. Uh, the only thing that was a little bit difficult that I wasn't used to with that situation was that we didn't have, none of us had cell reception. So getting back to the hostel in a city that you barely know while you're drinking was difficult. But then, uh, other than that, it was a great experience. I was there for, I think I was there for like maybe five or six days, something like that. And, and yeah, it was, it was a great experience. I would definitely do it again. Um, but even if I had, honestly, here's the thing about it. I think if you're solo traveling and you're staying in one city, if, like I said, if you're traveling alone, even if you have the money to stay in like the best hotel in the world, you're not going to meet anybody that way. You're not going to, sorry, I'm going to scratch a little bit. You're not going to meet anybody that way. So I think you just got to like, honestly, stay in a hostel. Even if it's like, like only with a few people, stay in the hostel. It's, it's a fun way to experience the city. I think, uh, especially with people that have different, like they've gone different places or even like they've, they got to the hostel before you and they checked out this place in the city that you want to check out, you know, you kind of get an idea. I didn't do everything with the, with the people that were in hostel, but like I did a lot of things and it changed the entirety of the trip, which was cool. But so then I, uh, so then I went to the year after that. I was so, I, I had such a fun time in Toronto, but the year after that, I decided not to go out of the country but I still wanted to solo travel. My girlfriend was going to Europe once again. So I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to travel again, but I'm, I'm not going to go outside the United States. I kind of just took a, like a chance, I guess, and chose one of the cheapest flights I can find. And I went to wherever it was. And it happened to be Dallas, Texas. And, you know, I live in South Florida. So, you know, the weather is hot, humid, kind of weather. Um, and Texas was pretty similar. It was a little drier, but very similar, very similar climate. So I went to Dallas, Texas, and this trip was going to be different because I wasn't going to be staying in one city. I rented a car through an app called Turo, which was phenomenal for me. I mean, no complaints whatsoever. Still more expensive than, you know, a normal car rental place if you're over the age 25. But if you're under under the age of 25 and you can't rent a car through a um, through a car rental place without getting that super large tax surcharge on you, Turo is a great option. Um, so I rented a car for I think six days, 
and I traveled from Dallas to San Antonio and back. But what made the trip really cool and really memorable was that I didn't take any highway. That was my whole like niche of the trip was I was going to take no highway. So I took all back roads. So I went through these really tiny little towns and like one stoplight towns or like you hit one like every, I don't know, maybe 20 miles, 25 miles, you hit a little town and it's like a blinking stoplight. And then before you know, if you, if you pass that blinking stoplight, then you just pass through the entire town. So, um, I had a really fun time on that trip too. Uh, I don't want to give anything away because I want to, I want to talk a little bit more about that, but to my first question was how do I create happiness and positivity to me? I like to travel. Um, specifically if I'm really going through a hard time, I know that I can go to a solo travel. Uh, I can like, you know, even if I have people to go with, I would choose solo travel if I'm going through a hard time and I have to just find time for myself because when you're driving, especially if you're driving, if you're driving around the country or driving through different areas, you have so much time to yourself, so much time to think that when you come back, you feel so refreshed. It's, it's honestly a great feeling. Uh, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have changed it. So yeah. So I guess, you know, everyone's different, but I find solo traveling really useful if I'm going through a hard time. And I try and tell my friends the same thing, but a lot of my friends, I guess, don't really understand like how I do it. Um, a lot of people look at me in a way, like not in a bad way, but that like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you solo travel. I, I think it all started with that Toronto trip. When I saw how many people were solo traveling, I just, it just, you know, I guess turned me on to it, I guess. And I haven't looked back from there. So it's been great. Um, so yeah, so I guess this whole podcast, this first episode of this podcast has been all about, um, I guess me, you know, talking about myself a lot, but talking about, you know, positivity and how to change things around and, and friendships, friendships are huge. Um, like I said, you know. I don't even know what I said, honestly. That was a long time ago. Um, but I haven't done this much talking to myself in a long time. Honestly, since probably that Texas trip last year, or two years ago. Uh, and, yeah, I think this is going to turn into a fun thing. I like this. Now, if I just find things to talk about, that's the only thing. Um, we'll talk about different topics. It won't only be about myself. Especially if I get viewers and I can get questions asked to me, then that'd be great. Um, maybe I'll do a little thing where I'll do a like a like Instagram poll. I never do Instagram polls. Um, I I visit Instagram every single day. I watch certain stories, but I I really never post my own stories. I don't know why, but I just I still use Snapchat, so I don't post my stories on Instagram. But I did a poll the other day about traveling, and I was surprised how many people it reached. I mean, of course, it depends on how many followers you have, and I don't, I don't have a ton of followers, but I guess people just sit on the stories and just swipe and swipe and swipe. 
So a lot of people saw it and I got some engagement. I mean, you know, more than I expected for sure. So maybe I'll do a little poll on Instagram asking questions for the podcast and maybe I'll get some viewers off that. So if I do that and I get and I get some viewers on this podcast, then hello friends. Um but if I don't, then that just sounded really stupid. But we'll see. Uh anyway, I just want to close up this podcast and I hope everyone has a great night, a great morning, a great drive to work, whatever you're doing. Honestly, just if you're going to work, just if you don't like your job, just do what you got to do and look forward and look at just, you know, if you don't have anything planned, plan something. If you do, then great. Look forward to what you have coming up. Uh, if you're, I don't know, if you're going to sleep, I hope my voice put you to sleep. Uh, if you're just waking up, good morning. Well, that went on for too long. Anyway, so I'm actually about to hit. I don't know if it's a thousand seconds or how that works, but I don't know. GarageBand's weird. I've never used it before. Anyway, have a good night. Have a good morning. Have a good day at work. I'll catch you in the next one.